0: hey uh, this this is episode 177 of the trim show Uh, this episode is going to cover the news and updates from the week of september 4th through 8th 2023 september 4th was a labor day so this was a short week not a whole lot of updates so this is hopefully going to be a short um, episode as well first up an update on google's august 2023 core update this was covered about two weeks ago uh, in the uh, episode 175 where i shared like you know google is rolling out a core update and uh, it completed the core update completed on september 7th that's how i i know it because google um sent out a tweet on x the platform previously known as twitter again this is core update. Google does core update every now and then. This was probably the third one this year. And they are focused on, this core update focused on website content uh, and helpful contents. If you are affected, Google suggests that you go through your um, search console and figure out what control, what content of yours got de uh, what such queries it was search uh, showing up for previously, and what it doesn't show up for right now, and kind of do that gap analysis, and then figure things out. I know it's not very helpful, but again, Google is not going to come and tell you. Here's why: because if you do that, the uh, bad actors, uh, are gonna spammers and scammers are gonna go ahead and game the system as it is. They do that, uh, which is why Google has to constantly keep their algorithms up to date right it's a never-ending journey hope this helps uh, actually um, the next update that i'm going to go over it's going to help a little bit more M- not a whole lot which is you know a user twitter user or ex-user mary haynes asked google's dan sullivan uh, again dan sullivan is the google search liaison uh... for google search uh... on twitter asked you know hey um, you have recently updated your uh, documentation around helpful content system uh, that is designed to identify and demote low quality content from search results. The uh, she Ma- Mary wanted to know was, um, can I get more clarity on this? Do you when you ask us to remove uh, helpful un when uh, when you when Google is telling us to remove uh, unhelpful content. Are you telling us to remove parts of the pages that contain large amounts of, uh, you know, unhelpful content, remove the entire page that offer a little original value or both? Or What should we do? Give us some more guidance. Right. And it's a, I felt like, you know, it was a question that she's asking. However, uh, it didn't hold a lot of uh, weight. And I think this is a question that I would probably be able to answer by myself. Uh, maybe because um, it's easy for me because it's not my content, but, but nevertheless, I feel like it's easy. So here is why. Uh, but before I say here is why I say that, I want to read back to you what Danny replied with on X. She, he said, people should self-assess their content to understand if they believe it will, help be, it will be helpful to visitors. Keep content on pages or entire pages or whatever they believe is helpful. Get rid of things that aren't if they are looking critically at them as a visitor. That's all. And that is exactly what I'm going to say. I mean, I know Danny didn't really was being very spot on and say, yeah, remove this. Because, you know, there are billions of websites, billions of users. He cannot have one answer and then one size fits all. And what he's saying and what I also say is like, you know, it depends. Who wrote the content? Does it make any sense? Is it of any value? Is it a duplicate content? Is it Has it been scraped from somewhere else? And based on that, you decide. right? And oftentimes, if I am the author of a content, it is very hard for me to put on a third person's hat and see if it's helpful or not. This is where you should be working with a trusted third party who can review your content and give you feedback. That is, if you are the author, if you are the user who wrote it, if you're the writer, content writer. Okay, Uh, so coming back, and I know this update is very closely related or tied to the last update, which is the August 2023 core update. However, this is important, right? It is important because going forward, we're gonna see more and more of this helpful content update until something new comes up, which I doubt it because Google is focused on delivering quality results. Like ask yourself, Would you continue to go search on Google if the answer you get back from Google is unreliable, full of spammy links? Right. Simple as that. I go to Google because I know I can go to Google and find answers just like that. Now, I've done same searches on Bing and I've tried sometimes using Bing first. And, you know, I've been like thoroughly, uh, you know, how would I say? Uh, I've been very unimpressed with the results and I didn't get my questions answered then I was like after 30 seconds or a minute or two I was like, you know what? Let me hop over to Google and find the answer because I know every time I search I find the direct answer within the first three or four link. That's all. Okay, now moving on. Uh, this is about Google Sites. I know most people listening to this are not using Google Sites. However, it, uh, sometimes if you are thinking of Google Sites, uh, then this is something for you. Just you should know about Google Sites is a free website builder that allows users to create uh, and publish websites without coding knowledge. It's a drag and drop builder. It's uh, the usually the websites on Google Sites. Uh, the URL of the site on Google Sites starts with sites.google.com/slash/whatever. And yes, you can pay a fee and you can actually make it, you know, your domain and you can change the name. Now, having said that, John Miller is saying, look, yeah, you know, technically you can actually have your site on sites.google.com or whatever domain you choose. However, it's not the right choice when it comes to SEO, right? Right. <laughs> Here's what John r- wrote and this was in response to a query from a user that says, "Hey John, I have my site on I have my website on sites.google.com and it doesn't seem to be be it's indexed or ranked." So what he says, John to read that is, "Taking a step back, websites created on Google Sites can and do get indexed in Google Search. However, The URL used in Google Sites are hard to track since the public version can differ from the URL you see when logged in. To be blunt, while it's technically indexable, it is not ideal for SEO purposes and can be complex for tracking in Search Console. If SEO is your primary consideration, exploring other options and checking the pros and cons before committing committing might be worthwhile. For performance tracking in the Search Console, you could also use your domain name for the Google sites content. Using your domain name makes it easier to migrate, should you choose, and allows you to verify ownership of the whole domain for Search Console. Right. So, and by the way, Google search uh, sites, or Google sites are, are popular with link spammers who creates links on Google subdomains in a tactic called Google stacking. The idea behind Google Stacking is the spammers generate a page of links on Google Sheets, Google Docs, etc., and then interlink uh, them all from a Google site. Google Stacking is based on the mistaken belief that there is authority and trust in Google subdomain that is transferred over the spammer sites through links. Of course, that's wishful thinking. There is no such thing used by Google called trust or authority that gets transferred from one site to another through links. Okay. Now you know everything about google sites obviously you shouldn't use it for you know if you're SEO focused and you know about google stacking I stay away from it and it doesn't have to be google stacking it's anything if someone comes to you and says you know what I'm gonna get you backlinks and things like that and this way you would be I'll get you to number one I would probably stay away from that person that's all okay with that Let's jump to the last update of this week, the best way to do do paid guest posting, according to Google. Now, guest posting, whether paid or unpaid, it's been actually an old tactic, right? In 2014, which is about nine years ago, Google's Matt Matt Cutts wrote a blog post telling SEO practitioners to stop it, pause it. Anyway, uh, back then, there used to be penalties for guest blogging platforms. Uh, Now, this user is asking John Mueller, Hey, most websites only offer the option to purchase a guest post to gain a backlink from them nowadays. Is this against Google's guidelines if I'm writing valuable content? John answers, It sounds like you're already on the right track. Yes, using guest posts for links is against our spam policies. In particular, it's important that these links are qualified in a way that signals that they don't affect search results you can do this with r-e-l rel equals to no follow or rel equals to sponsored attributes on links this has been covered in a couple of episodes in the way way back i think last year i just don't remember when it is but if you've been following the show you know i've covered this in depth i just don't know the episode number on top of my head so continuing on Mueller also said it's fine to use advertising to promote your site but the links should be blocked as mentioned. So what that means folks is that paid guest post, blo- uh, guest posts with links are advertisements as far as Google is concerned. Failure to label advertisements is not only a misleading to readers but they may also violate laws that prohibit misleading advertisements aka uh, Federal Trade Commission. So if you are doing paid guest blogging on your platform or on another platform, just make sure it's um, rel equals to no follow or rel equals to sponsored uh, attribute is set and you should be good. You don't have to worry about anything else because you know what? Say for example, if my content is getting shown on fortune.com or cnn.com or fox.com, I am still getting featured over there, people over there are reading my content, they know I'm an authority, or I have some knowledge about a certain topic, I don't necessarily need to have real equals to nofollow or real equals to sponsored. Now most platforms these days will use the real equals to no follow, and that's fine, at a minimum that's fine, but you ideally should seek out platforms where it's real equals to sponsored, or if you have a blogging platform, or guest uh, posting platform, just make sure you put relicals to sponsored and you should be good to go. Okay. Already, folks, that's it for this week. Uh, this is your host, Sajid, signing off until next week. Take care. Bye-bye.